I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining our show, Mighty Main Street, the faces and places of Utah. These featured small businesses from Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah drive our economy and develop our main streets, creating a vibrancy and creating jobs. This program is supported by Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela, and CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake. I have Casey Jones with me, and this is the Development Director for Tuacon. Casey, I really appreciate you joining Muddy Main Street. Well, thank you, Chris. What an honor to be here today. I would also like to thank Vicki Varela and Caitlin Eskelson and the teams that labied at the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. If there's anyone that deserves a standing ovation for their work over this last year, it's our state and local tourism leaders. They've done remarkable work that we are all grateful for. And I'm excited to be here today talking about Tuacon, one of the signature experiences in Utah and how you can be a part of it. First of all, thank you for the recognition for Caitlin Eskelson, the CEO of Visit Salt Lake, and uh, Vicki Varela, the managing director for uh, Utah Office of Tourism, because you're absolutely right. They have done an amazing job this year in having to navigate our situation and, um, and of course, visit Salt Lake and navigating cancellations of, of our real important convention business. And uh, Vicki having to be very strategic and her team in how they are reaching out to the few people that are traveling, especially with the in-state traveling that's been going on. And so thank you so much. And they underwrite, they decide to underwrite this program in support of small business. So, Casey, uh, we appreciate you being on board. You've got to tell us what's going on with Tuacon. I was so impressed when I went to your website. It's just Tuacon.com, right? Dot org. Yes, Tuacon.org. Sorry, Tuacon.org. People have got to go to the website and see what you guys are up to. So I don't want to waste any more time. We've got to hear all about your concerts, sports events, Broadway, everything that you have going on. Well, Tuacon has firm resolve that we will perform in 2021 and started the year out. Uh, in, a, in, exci- in an exciting way with the State of Utah inauguration, and we're just moving forward from there. So we have a spring concert series that's starting in a few weeks uh, with a variety of performers that are coming. Uh, comedian Bill Engvall is 
will be here on March 19th, Kobe Calais on the 26th of March, and Marie Osmond, for those who love her, is coming on April 16th. You know, amongst many others, we love to offer something for everyone, depending upon where your interests lie. We also have six productions planned for 2021, if you can believe it, the most we've ever done, including Disney's Beauty and the Beast, Annie, The Count of Monte Cristo, and we're hosting the regional premiere of School of Rock. In our indoor theater, we'll be playing Million Dollar Quartet and A Christmas Story over the holidays. And we just, we can't wait to welcome our patrons back. So I'd encourage everyone, make your plans today, and uh, you can learn more at Tuaconda.org and come to see us and support the arts. Now, I realize that when I went to the website, um, you know, it's very easy to, get, to navigate. You can see everything that's coming down, which is so much fun, and be able to purchase your tickets. Uh, share with everybody what Tuacon is doing to make people feel safe. You know, pretty much from the moment that we closed in 2020, Tuacon was actively working on a plan to reopen safely because we know how much people need the arts. You know, they need places of belonging like Tuacon where they can come with loved ones and feel uplifted because, as you know, there's nothing in the world like live theater. You know, Tuacon is lucky because we're able to offer a generational experience, and we see it often as grandparents to grandchildren, you know, friends and couples come and see our shows. And we, we know that we owe it to them to continue to do our best work every night. So we've been very proactive working with our uh, state and local health departments to develop uh, processes to help people feel safe. So we're requiring masks and we have protections in place so that everyone can come out and enjoy live performance. Thank you so much for having family-friendly uh, generational entertainment. It, it's such a pleasure to be able to do that. I, I mean, sometimes I'll be listening to the radio and I'm just kind of blown away, not to sound like, okay, boomer, but it really does somewhat shock me. And so I really appreciate that. And, I, and the generational experience really speaks to Utah. You have an anniversary. I was stunned to realize the age of Tuacon. I mean, you guys don't look it, but I was blown away. Yeah, so this year we're excited to celebrate our 25th season. So if you can believe it, a quarter of a century. You know, and I think it's interesting, Chris. One of the lessons I feel like many of us learned last year is that you see you see in the experiences that people set out that we as humans need opportunities for outdoor recreation. You know, we need that time outdoors feeling connected to the beauty of the creation, creation that surrounds us. But we also need the arts in order to feel whole. You know, and Tuacon is, is so lucky to sit at the intersection of both experiences. As an outdoor amphitheater surrounded by those red sandstone cliffs that guests from around the world come to see, you know, we're, we're just blessed that, you know, whether people are coming for the first time or their 50th, that when you come and support our work, you get to support both of those signature Utah experiences. Do you every year have um, first-time people that have been to Tuacon? You know, we, we do. It's, it's interesting. Tuacon is the largest professional theater in Utah, if you can believe it. 300,000 patrons wow. come through our doors, and more than 70% of our ticket purchasers come from out of area, a lot of them for their first time. So we're, we, we feel lucky that we get to involve people, especially some of our youngest guests, like we were talking about children, often get to have their first arts experience 
at our amphitheater. You must have amazing stories of how this just blows people away. But the, the first time you see it, I mean, you really, it's not until you get inside a Tuacon and you sit there and you have an outdoor experience that you really get the magnificence of it. Yeah, it's, you know, that's part of why I love when I get to take people who've never been to the amphitheater on tours is that you have to take that moment to pause because I think in Utah, it's like Vicki Varela says, Mother Nature played favorites when it comes to Utah, but, you know, we forget how truly lucky and blessed that we are to live in such a remarkable place. I think we're being reminded of it more and more because so many people are moving in, uh, and I really appreciate uh, Utah Office of Tourism and their Responsible Visitation Initiative, and, of course, the Red Emerald is also a very important initiative. Are you are you impacted by that with people being able to stay close by and come and visit Tuacon for a couple of days in a row and, and catch uh, multiple experiences? You know, I, I was having this conversation with someone a couple of days ago. We really feel like Tuacon is one of those central Red Emerald initiative experiences because and it's it's an experience because we're a regional theater unlike anywhere else in America that that people can come and enjoy an experience like this you know and it's through people like Vicki's leadership you really learn and I know that other arts organizations feel this way who your friends are at moments when the odds seem stacked you know and in 2020 Tuacon understood just how many friends we're blessed to have you know, the live events industry was one of the first to close and amongst the last to reopen. And Tuacon alone canceled 176 performances in 2020. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and during I, – I know. It's, it's still humbling to say that. But, you know, during that time, Washington County, our hometown, came to our rescue. You know, they, they saved us. The Create in Utah grant, which is administered by the Utah Division of Arts and Museums, was a lifeline, you know, as were our, our remarkable donors continue to give and our friends at Science Bank offer critical support. You know, another critical and incredible moment for us came when 80% of our season ticket holders, like us, believe that we'd be back performing this year in 21, and they held on to our, their tickets. These are just gifts that all of us at Tuacon will never forget. That's so beautifully said, Casey. Thank you for that. And we're we're fortunate to have the type of leadership that we do in our in our government officials and the kind of support that they have shown small business and wonderful organizations like yours, nonprofits, the zoo. I mean, the list goes on, museums. Uh, and, and I'm so glad to hear that Tuacon was a recipient as well. So um, all the best you Casey, thank you for your time. You were brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism. They asked us to give you a call, and I really appreciate the support that you have demonstrated uh, to Vicki and her team. So all the best to you, and we're coming to Tuacon. I can't wait. Thank you, Chris. We you can't to... wait to have you back. Thank you. Do you want to give the website one more time so folks know where to go? Yes, please visit us at tuacon.org. Okay, all the best to you, Casey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Just click on podcasts. More cool stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.